welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Here at Bathurst in the Force, my very special guest, basically, Rascal Rabbit, Josh Martin. It's great to have you back on the show. Drive fast and try not to crash. Good evening, everyone, or good morning, or even good afternoon. You are watching the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And tonight we have probably one of the most requested guests of anywhere that we've ever had on the show before. It is Podium. Welcome to the show, Podium. Greetings, fellow watchers and racers. Hello, Mr. Uh, Hattrick. Yes. Now, I've been told um, that uh, anything could happen and to expect the unexpected. Um, and your shows are completely unique. Now, I have seen one or two. You did a, a video that I watched recently of showing us your, your studio and how everything was all set out and your different, all your setups. And it looks absolutely amazing. Um, but as I ask all of our guests uh, on the show, we start with how did your love for uh, sim racing um, and racing games begin? Well, actually, that would be around the very first time. You know what? It's a good question, because when I was as I watched some of the other interviews, I thought about that very question myself, just in case, you know, I was going to be asked that. So I was trying to figure out when did it start? My love for cars has always been around, but I can't say that there was necessarily a love for racing. You know, mm -hmm. I'm 49 years old, so I, you know, have the first race I ever went to was here in my hometown of Georgia at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. So that's the first race I ever went to, and it was a NASCAR race. Um, wow. But it got rained out, so we had to come back. And when we actually came back, unfortunately, it was a race in which one of the guys, they had such a bad crash that he lost his life. So it, I can't, I was too young, because it was back in 1984. So as far as when I actually got into racing, probably didn't happen until video games and I would have to say that maybe it was probably, I guess it depends on, yeah, need for speed. I would say it's probably need for speed. No, it may even go back to OutRun. No, OutRun. I guess it would have to be OutRun in the arcade games. Yeah. Uh -huh. you, do you remember the video game OutRun? OutRun? Yes, that's the one that always had the kind of big voice that came, time extension, when you went flying past. Yeah, times. it was kind of yeah, like yeah. it was kind of like racing on the streets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was arcade that, yeah. game. So yeah, it, I would say my uh, it started maybe way back then, and then of course with the video games with like Sega Genesis, and of course video games like that. Uh, some of the video games that would come out. There used to be a video game called Test Drive, and I actually think it actually had the images of a real car on it, but it was kind of hokey. It wasn't really all that fun. And then of course Need for Speed. When Need for Speed came out, I would probably say it got into that. And then of course. When Gran Turismo came out, the very first one, I was probably one, at least in my area, I was probably one of the very first kids to play that game and fell wow. in love with it. Because as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is different than any other racing game that has ever come around. I mean, as, at, at least for a console game. I wasn't yeah. aware of PC stuff at the time. So, you know, the original Gran Turismo was probably when I really got into it. 
Yeah, because it was quite an amazing game. I mean, I remember my good friend Jonathan. Um, he he got his his, uh, his PlayStation One before me, and he says you've got to get this game. You've got to get this game. Um, and so I bought my first copy of Gran Turismo, um, and it was fantastic because all the tracks, the cars, what you could do with them, and competing, uh, trying to get your car faster, and and it was just you could play it for hours and hours and hours and end. Um, it was it was quite a thing. So then how did that develop? Did you always get Gran Turismo, every kind of version that came out and things like that? Well, uh, with my life and the way it was, uh, can't, I can't even remember when the original Gran Turismo first came out. So I had Gran Turismo 1, of course, Gran Turismo 2, Gran Turismo 3, uh-huh. and I have Gran Turismo 4. And then from, but that was always just racing the computer. Uh, yeah, well, racing the game itself, racing the AI. That's all that was. As far as like, getting to racing and competitively, I completely missed Gran Turismo 5 and 6 because I had some other things that I wanted to take care of. And it was around that time where I stopped playing video games pretty much kind of all together. But every now and then I would jump on Gran Turismo A-Spec because that was my favorite one. And it's got the Seattle, the Seattle circuit in it. And I used to always like to drive the Hyundai. I forget what the name of the car was, but I think it was a Hyundai. It was one of the Hyundai race cars. I used to always right. just get on the track and just go slow around the track and then just go faster and faster and faster until I couldn't get my time any faster. So, like I said, I completely missed five and six. Uh-huh. And I, I completely missed five and six. I had bought the um, PlayStation 3 with Gran mm-hmm. Turismo 6, but I found out that um, PlayStation 4 was getting ready to come out. And I was kind of figuring that there was going to be another Gran Turismo. So I didn't keep it. I sent it back and I just decided to wait. And when I first got Gran Turismo, when when I found when Gran Turismo 4, I mean, I'm sorry, when PlayStation 4 finally came out and then Gran Turismo came out, I actually was playing Project Cars. Because, oh, yeah. because I when I first played Gran Turismo, I didn't like it. I, I, I didn't like it. I'm like, because I had been playing Project Cars and I liked the way it looked. I liked the way that I liked the way the uh, the feet, I liked the way it felt. Uh, I liked the way it sounded. I liked all the different camera angles. And then when Gran Turismo 7 came out, I didn't really really like it all that much. I Mm. didn't. And Mm. then I found out that Lewis Hamilton was attached to it. And then I decided to give it a second try. And then (laughs) after that, I started to learn a little bit more about the game. And I was like, okay, now I like this. Now I like it. So it took a while, though, before I actually I think it was about a year after I actually got the game before I actually went online because I was like, I am not doing that because I got to get used to the tracks. I have no idea what's going to happen. I mean, there's the fear factor. I'm like, no, no, I am not driving any real people online. That's just not going to happen. So I think it took maybe about a year before I even did that. And then when I finally did it, I mean, my heart was literally going. When that, that first online race, I was just scared. I mean, literally just scared. I don't know why, because it's not like you're driving a real car. And I drive a real car f- for a living. You know, I drive for a living. So I think I was probably more terrified doing that than actually going out there in the real world. <laughs> just for, for, for the sake, what kind of car do you drive? You see, you drive for a living. Actually, I, I drive two vehicles. I have a, a Chevrolet Malibu Turbo. And I also have a Toyota Sienna SE. So as you can see, I'm into performance vehicles. <laughs> I have a heavy foot. I've, I've, I, with my age, you, you learn. But, you know, I have a heavy foot. I've, uh, I've gotten a few tickets. Don't tell my mother. But she kind of already knows. 
<laughs> oh, that's fantastic. And so what have been, uh, now that you've been doing multiplayer on, on Gran Turismo Sport for a, for, for a while, uh, what's kind of been your, your best results and your kind of most, uh, your, your kind of favorite combinations? You know, even before this interview, I've, I've always wondered, do I have a favorite car on the game? Yeah. As far as performance-wise, no. But as far as like just in my real life, I've, I've liked Mustang GTs since I was a kid. You know, yeah. my cousin bought one back in 1986 because he had just went into the Army and he had just bought a new brand new Mustang GT 1986 and he had it shipped over to Germany. And I actually remember him telling me that he <laughs> and back then, for some reason, Ford decided to only put 85 on the dash. I don't understand why they would do that. It was it was either 85 or 95. But for some reason, like and he said he was racing a Porsche on the Autobahn. and He broke the speedometer. <laughs> it was hilarious but i've always liked mustang so i would have to say the mustang is probably my favorite car because i just have a bias because i like mustangs so the mustang gt but as far as performance i can't say i really have one and i can't say i really have a favorite track i just don't you just play like to play everything and that and all the ones that come up pretty right, much so. yeah i don't have a bias really towards any track it's kind of like it's kind of like somebody say you know what well i didn't like that movie it was crazy. I don't like it. it was stupid because most people don't like movies because they don't fit their expectations. So usually what I do with movies, I'll watch the movie first. And of course, you have your expectations. But then I, I make myself watch it again because I've tried to watch it from then. Whether What are they trying to show me? So I yeah. do the same thing with the game. I do the same thing with the game. If somebody I hear people complaining about combos and all this all the time. Oh, why do you got to play? Why do they got to do road cars? I'm like, uh, do you do know that road cars were the first race cars? Right. Why would you yeah. even complain about that? Yeah. So I, whatever combination they put on there, I usually will do it unless, of course, I'm feeling it's just going to be boring. Like, for instance, the special, I think it was last week, Special Stage X. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just kind of boring. I figure, you know, yeah. that's just boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just boring. I have to say, I never tried that one. I avoided it. It just really? didn't look that much fun. Yeah, yeah I thought I can't even bother that. that. But uh, I quite like Group 4, and, and I'm getting a little bit better at Group 3. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, but no, it's and I quite like the road cars. For example, this week the Autopolis, no, um, the Dragon Trail Gardens, uh, and the Clio's and the uh, and the Golfs that they are, they were quite fun. The racing's kind of crazy, uh, uh -huh. lots of dive bombs and all sorts of dodgy moves, but it's quite fun. But um, but yeah, now I see you've got some fantastic equipment there. You've got your Fanatec wheel and all that, and a great setup. And um, so, do you play kind of PC games as well, or is it mainly GG Sport? Right now, I only have time to play only a couple of games because I have other projects that I have that I do in my life. I mean, there's my main job, which basically lasts from about five in the morning until I basically I start work from the moment I get up and I'm not done until I get back home because of what I do. So uh. that's between five and three. And that's if I get home at three. But as I can say, I sometimes I can get home much later. Like yesterday, I got home much later and I was like, uh oh, if the same thing happens tomorrow, <laughs> I might miss the interview. So I was watching the clock and I told you I would like let you know if something happens. So I have other projects that are going on right now that I need to complete. So I do. I actually bought a gaming PC specifically to buy to do some more racing. But unlike Gran Turismo, other games require a little bit more time because sometimes you have to they're a little bit, they're, their simulation accuracy is a bit higher than Gran Turismo, which means that there's a lot more that you have to put into the game as far as time and like learning setups and stuff like that. I just don't have the time for it. Gran Turismo is fun because mostly it's just BOP. You can jump in and just go racing. You don't have to mm -hmm. work. Like for instance, a set of course of Competizione, 
you have to learn about setups in order to get the car yeah. right. So I just don't yeah. have the time for that right now, which is why I don't play the game that much, which is crazy because I've got both versions. I've got the PS4 version and I've got the PC, vo PC version. So I've mm. kind of wasted money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I've done as well, though, because that's how I was doing ACC and on PS4 until yeah. I was convinced they kind of dragged me onto a PC and said, you've got to play it on PC. So literally this week, uh, I've had my PC set up and, 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 and sorted out. Um, yeah. So I've had my first uh, ACC community race last night, um, which was great fun. Now, we've got lots of questions and lots of people in the chat, which is fantastic. Um, they've come from all over the world to support you here at Podium. So let me go to some of the first questions from Richie Johnson. What started you into streaming? Uh, now, P.S. Deadeye Delboy mentioned your name, and that is how I learned of you. Uh, love your streams and your personality. But uh, what got you into streaming? Uh, let me see. Who would I say inspired me to stream? I'm going to say it's a combination of people because the very first live streamer that I had contact with was Key 25. Oh, really? He was the very first person I had contact with. Now, the very first, I think, let me see. I've, I, when I went looking for, when I went looking for information about like other games, like for instance, I was like, ooh, I want to know what this game was about. So I'll go to um, YouTube and put in whatever game and then put gameplay so I can see what it's about. And then when I put in Gran Turismo, certain things start popping up. I think the first person I ever saw was Jimmy Broadbent. And Jimmy was probably the first streamer's video that I actually saw. And the way he commentated and everything like that, yeah, I became a Jimmy fan right away. And then, of course, there's Super GT, who I thought when I first heard his voice that maybe he was about 57,000 years old because he's got... <laughs> He's young, but he's got that old, mature British voice. And yeah. you, you're surprised when you find out he's much younger than his voice sounds. Yeah. So, I mean, there's him. And then, of course, like I say, Key 25, um, start watching him. And then, of course, there was Z28 Gaming over here in America. The reason yeah. that I started was because I liked racing and I wanted to learn from people. That one, that's one of the reasons why. And then, of course, there's Tijni also. Heard about him because yeah. Super yeah. GT mentioned him. So I started learning about people. But... I started. I also heard about uh, Z28 Gaming, who was here in America, and I didn't know. I didn't know that he had competed in the World Tour for Gran Turismo. So mm -hmm. there weren't a lot of American streamers that were as well known as the guys overseas. So mm -hmm. I thought I was like, I wouldn't mind trying that out. Huh? I wouldn't mind trying it out. So as I as I started to get better at the game, I decided, you know what? Let's dip my foot into this cold water. And if my toe freezes, I'll bring it back out, you know, but I decided to give it a shot. I said, you know what? I just want to play and talk to people and learn and then just see what happens. And that's how I got started because Z28, right around the time that I got started, he pulled away for a little bit. That's you right. know, he yeah. pulled away for a little bit. So there was really not many other people except except for maybe Eric GTR 3213. Mm -hmm. He's an American who also went to the world tour, but he wasn't streaming as much anymore so there weren't many americans so it wasn't necessarily an arrogant pride thing it was more like a friendly competitive thing so i was like you know what if they're not that many american streamers why not just jump in there and try to see if i can get good at it and maybe mm -hmm. i'll try and i started talking and sending messages to z28 gaming to try to see if i could learn from him as a yeah, matter of fact yeah. don't tell anyone but i'm the reason that he's back all right ah <laughs> Fantastic. He is very good. I remember going into one of his streams uh, where you could join up and he would and he would give you tips on your all your lines and what kind of speed you should be doing, um, uh, you know, or track times you should be doing at Laguna Seca and places like that. 
Um, yeah. And I remember doing a, when he did a lap guide of Suzuka, uh, I think for Group Three, and I managed to get my time under the barrier that he had set uh, because I watched his turn-in points and all the kind of uh, things he was yeah. putting out there, which was really really helpful. Uh, yeah, he's pretty good. Do it he, since. <laughs> he's very he's fast and he's very good. So I want to I figure well if he's not streaming anymore. I secretly, I said, you know what? There was a big part of me that wanted his audience. I'm like, well, if you're not going to stream anymore, tell your people to come to me. Yeah, that- <laughs> but I'm like, I, I would never do that. I guess I kind of <laughs> just did. <laughs> so that's the thing. Oh, a bit of competitions. It's no bad thing at all. Uh, now, we've got a great question from Sir Max Turbo. Um, if you had a chance to race in any racing series, so GT, F1, NASCAR, Indy, or Rally, what would it be? You know... There was a time when I actually thought about doing NASCAR, but I oh. kind of realized I would be very bored going around in circles left all the time. Now, it's, now, don't get me wrong. I love my NASCAR, but I'd much rather watch it and be at the race than going left all the time. I'm a left and right guy. So if yeah. I had to do any kind of racing, I would probably be F1. Yeah. yeah. Pro- F1 or either Indy. All right. Yeah, because yeah. it's pretty competitive, isn't it? And you get some really good races and, and lots of uh, quite, especially IndyCar, from really challenging tracks as well with very little runoff and, and pretty dangerous. Um, yeah. So it's, it, is, it is quite a thing. But, mm-hmm. um, so what would you say has been some of your most memorable moments in playing GT Sport? Uh, if you, what, either good or bad, tell us a lot. Good or bad? Uh, let me see. I've got some, I've got, a, we have, <laughs> we have, we have a saying and we have a group called the Knights of the Podium in my discord. And one of the lines in it that you have to, in order to become a knight, you have to do certain things that we don't reveal because we want people to do them without knowing that they're doing them in order to become a knight of the podium. It's a very rare thing. In order to become a knight of the podium, you have to do things that we will not tell you what you have to do. You have to kind of figure it out. It's it's there what you have to do, but you have to figure it out. So one of the lines that the queen that we have, her that's the Lady Tara Black. She's oh, the queen of the chat. She, uh-huh. she has uh, an, an accolade process. And one of the lines in there is, remember these four words, baseball, bat, and tree. So there have been times where I'll be chasing a ghost, trying to get faster, trying to figure out what they're doing. And when I can't figure it out, and then I keep looking at the clock, and 19 hours have gone by. Yeah, there are moments where I, instead of tearing up my equipment, like throwing, you know, some people throw stuff at the screen. Yeah, I have a baseball bat, an aluminum baseball bat. That baseball bat is dented to the point to where you would probably wonder if it's a baseball bat. And there's a tree outside my house. It visits me at night because that's where I took out all my frustrations out on, on the tree, you know. So the tree visits me at night to remind me that it's out there. And I wake up, ah! you know, <laughs> the tree gets mad at me for going out and beating it up with my baseball bat. Trees have feelings. <laughs> now, as far as like one of my best experiences just recently happened because I just won my first FIA race on a high level. I won one before, but it only happened because I w- it was back before they changed the penalty system and your SR could fly way down very, very fast. So I yeah. got shot down to like us. I think I was a plus, but my SR was like C. So yeah. Yeah. it was kind of easy for me to win that race. I was happy, but it didn't have the same emotion as the one that I just won. I think it was either last Wednesday 
or two Wednesdays ago, but I made a video about it. But I, yeah, I, uh, I that was probably my best moment right there. Ah, my best, my favorite moment right there. Yeah, and just to let everybody know, we've got your YouTube channel description, uh, uh, channel link in the description below. So if you're not already subscribed to Podium's channel, there's no excuse because the the, the podium the Podium's uh, channel link is in the description below, which is fantastic. So, uh, so there if we you go. Don't like the content, what is wrong with you? I'm a very <laughs> good entertainer. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm no, it's great fun. It's great fun. Now, I'll quickly ask a question because one of uh, our chat members, Rumar, um, had said, have you ever played Burnout Paradise City? No, I haven't. Uh -huh. no. That's the thing. And, I've heard, uh, I've seen it. I've seen it, but I've never played it. I've never played it. Ah, yeah, because I know that was a, that was a pretty popular one. Um, and, and, uh, and we have also got another question about GT7. What would you like to see in the new game that's coming out on PS5? Um, that's not in the current one. Hmm. There's a number of things, but I won't go through the whole list. The first thing that popped into my head, make sure, make sure. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Work with me. There you go. Make sure that they have the software that can read this wheel. This wheel, all Fanatec gear. That is the main thing that I want because I want to be able, because if they're going to do the online racing again, I want to be able to have the function. I want to be able to map my wheel. I mean, I want to be able to do that. I mean, come on, they've got, they've got the ability. Please make sure you make the, uh, make sure you make the wheel software compatible with Fanatec, Thrustmaster, whoever. So that, I mean, cause I have a Thrustmaster wheel also, I've got a TGT and I'm more than likely going to get that SF 1000 wheel when it comes out wow, <laughs> and put yeah. it on there. So I want to be able to map, I want to be able to use the wheels so, so that I can map my wheels, map my buttons wherever I want them, brake balance, fuel mapping, all of that stuff. So that's that's definitely one thing I'm, I definitely want them to have. I right at the moment, I can't think of anything. But if I do before the interview uh, finishes, then, yes, I will let you know. But that was <laughs> the main thing that popped in my brain. Now, we've got a funny question here from Glasgow. I'm sure he doesn't mean any offense by it, but he says here. Do they have that tracksuit in any nice color? <laughs> this is a nice color. This is P. Diddy color. This is purple. You know, Puff Daddy. You know, you, we, you know, you know, the brothers, we like to show off, you know. This is this is the this is the, the pimp daddy colors right here. I'm not a pimp, but I might like to dress like one, you know what I mean? This is the pimp daddy colors, you know. This is this is looking good. See, there it is. Yeah, see, put that pose. That's what it's there for. The Glaswegians, by the way, because Glasgow and, and I, I used to, I, I'm married to a Glaswegian as well. Uh, they, they were known for their shell suits. They were known in the old days in the, in the 90s and the 2000s for wearing some some pretty really? kind of glaring shell suits. So we, there's no excuses, actually. We can't wear no. Suit, though, this suit here, I, I've had this suit since high school. And at back, because I actually went looking to see, because I was like, you know what? I completely forgot about this. It's from a company called East Bay. And back in the day, they had all kinds of colors. I've got this color with a yellow. I've got the same thing with yellow across. It's got yellow on the striping as opposed to white. Um, the, I used to remember I had one that was blue, but I can't remember what happened to it. Blue with red stripes. They had all kinds of colors, black, yellow, blue. Yeah, they pretty much kind of had the entire rainbow. I just only got this one I because at the time, like I said, I was doing high school. I didn't make as much money as I make now, so I couldn't afford that many. But otherwise, I would have. I buy things and I tend to buy stuff in pairs. 
so I can always have a backup, which is probably why I have a, I do have a tendency to go too far, though. I, I, I do know that. <laughs> <laughs> now, a chat member called Huey C has asked a question. Um, have you ever played Project Gotham Racing? Project Gotham Racing. I've heard of it, but I never played it. I don't even really know what it's about. I mean, when I hear Gotham, I'm thinking Batman. Ah, yeah, because that's it, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's that there was the game, the Batman game. Oh, is that I, what? It, oh, so it was. So it was. Well, oh, okay. Well, then, it was Gotham yeah, City. Isn't it? So, I only heard of it, but I'm not familiar with it enough to know anything about it. So no, I didn't. There's a lot of video games that I haven't played. Like I said, a lot of video games I haven't played because I had quite a lot of stuff going on in my life to kind of take me away from it. And when I got older, I started to realize it's like video games really take up a lot of times. And I had, yeah. again, like I said, I had other projects that I wanted to work on. So I had to sacrifice something. So that's yeah. pretty much what was it. Yeah. Now you said you'd also played, uh, played project cars yeah. um, when, it, when it came out. I, and that was one of my favorite games. I remember playing it for years and years on PS4. Um, how did you find that? Was it a, were you a big fan of project cars? No, it was because Gran Turismo Sport was not out yet. For, right. if, yeah, Gran Turismo Sport wasn't out yet. And that was, I went looking, like I said, when I went looking for racing games, I went to find out what kind of racing games were out for the, P the PS4 while I was waiting for Gran Turismo Sport to come out. And some, I can't remember how I found out. I, it must have been because I was looking through uh, YouTube and I went and saw the gameplay and that's how I found out about it. And yeah, I still like the game. I don't play it as much because I got my Fanatec wheel and then I, yeah. I really enjoy using it. I haven't tried it on the TGT wheel yet, so I may pop it back in and see if it'll work with it. But I, I think my Fanatec will work with it, but it reads the other wheels. It won't read the podium. So I may put it back in maybe later on today just to check and see <laughs> what it's like now. Because I used to play it on my uh, G29. And I've uh, I've grown from that. My little nephew used it now. It's up in the game room. So, yeah, I used to do the time trial. I used to love the time trial on uh, Project Cars, and I did. I think it was the Azures West, um, and I've got a couple of PSNs. One is Crichton Starbug, and then uh, Starbug Pilot. And mm -hmm. one of them, I got the fastest time. It was about six minutes, or, or just under six minutes. Um, but I'm right at the top uh, on the original Project Cars, and it was it was a, it was a lovely road to drive, and it was just great fun. Um, so I used to do that, do that all the time. And then when Project Cars 2 came out, it was completely different and it was much harder to drive. I found that I got nowhere with it. So I, after that, I just stuck to the first one. And then now with, with Gran Turismo and then, and then play, and PC games, it's, it's completely different. Yeah, but, when, um, when Project Cars 2 came out, I was so excited. I was like, oh, man, it's going to be even better. Yeah, 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 I threw it out of the window. It was terrible. <laughs> I mean, that's an exaggeration, but I was like, why? Why? What are they doing? It's like they're not progressing; they're degressing. What, what yeah. did they do to my game? But yeah. I still have it. I mean, some people like it, but I was like, "Oh, come on!" And then Project Cars Three. Oh dear God in heaven! <laughs> no, that's the thing. Now we've got a great question from Richie Johnston. He says, "I saw something online of your BOB races. Uh, what are they?" My BOP races. B-O-B or like Bob. Oh, B-O-B uh, races. Oh, that's oh, that's my baby. <laughs> that's my <laughs> baby. That's the Battle of Beatles. My very first vehicle was a Volkswagen Beetle. Very first vehicle was a Volkswagen Beetle. Now, I got to mention the grandfather because the Battle of Beatles 
has a grandfather. I'll tell you what it is. The Battle of Beatles is a 53-lap event. It's in honor of Herbie the Love Bug. I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. you're aware of Herbie yeah, the yeah, Love yeah. Bug. Yeah, it's yeah. in honor of Herbie the Love Bug. It's a 53-lap event. It's done in the 66 Beatle and the Group 3 Beatle over the course of three weekends. Uh, each weekend has a round. Every round and is, is two races. Um, yes, two races. So it's the 66 race and it's the Group 3 race. Uh, first weekend is uh, the first race is the 66 race in a, in, uh, for 10 laps. And then the Group 3 race is the second race for 10 laps. And then we do that again the following weekend at different tracks. And then the, the next weekend after that, we do six, uh, 10 laps in the 66 Beetle. And then we do the final three laps in the, uh, the Group 3 Beetle. Now, the idea is, since it's the longest, pretty much the longest tracks in the game, the Nürburgring is usually where we go. But yeah. round three, I have a tendency to mix it up. So I'm, we may go, for instance, like Fisherman's Ranch is a, it's a four minute, it's a four minute track. It's a dirt yeah, track, yeah, but it's yeah. a four minute track. Just, you know, as fast as you can go about four minutes. So what we'll do is we may do seven laps there and then do six laps, like maybe at one of the St. Croix tracks. So we'll oh, mix yeah. it up like that, but it's in honor of Herbie, the love book. And it's just this recent, we're actually in the middle of, we're at the end of a series 12 now. So wow. that's what it is. Now, let me tell you who the grandfather is. The grandfather is Tijney. Tijney right. is the grandfather of the Battle but he he's the unofficial, he's the official grandfather, but he doesn't, he and he's aware of it, but it was because of his many madness that I came up with it. Because they had yeah. the group through Beetle in the race, of course, but then was right around that time when they just added the 16, uh, the uh, 1600, the 66 yeah. Beetle. And when they uh -huh. added, I was like, oh my goodness, they got my first car in the game. Of course, mine was in the 70s, but still, it was that model, that model version of it. So when I was watching Tiffany's uh, Mini Madness, yeah. and then of course the Beatles, I was trying to figure out what I could come up with. And then of course, you know, racing is kind of like a battle. So battle of Beatles and the Bob for short. And I just went from there. So he knows he's the grandfather. People ask me when I, why do I call him grandfather? I was like, when well, then I have to tell him about the Battle of Beatles. So that's what the Battle of Beatles is. That's fantastic. Oh, it sounds, it sounds great. And Richie has also gone on to say, Ask Podium about his friends challenges. The friends challenges? Yeah, right now it's actually, it's kind of it's, it's actually got two names. It's actually started off as the friends ranking challenge. Anytime you go on Gran Turismo, you have a rankings of your friends who've done whatever track. Say, for instance, oh, the yeah. daily races. You've got the ah. top 10 and then, of course, you got your friends. So yeah. my thought was, hey, let's do some trash talking, fun trash talking, of course. And let's see if we can better each other by going one step ahead, get one step faster and faster and faster than the people on our friends list. We actually did this. We actually started this probably not long after the Battle of Beatles started, you know, and we would have, and it was before they killed the communities on the PlayStation 4. We don't yeah. have the communities anymore, so we used to actually have a community for it too, where we yeah. would go in there, we would post our times, and then dare our friends to beat that time on whatever track. Yeah, so I yeah. brought it back once we decided to start doing Discord. I brought it back because I wanted to start getting faster and faster and faster and learning WordPress. I, fig I figured, let's get faster first. Then you can learn Racecraft because Racecraft is not going to do you much if you're not fast. I mean, it can, it can help, but if you want to really be able to compete with some of the high-level guys, you need yeah. to be fast. So I'm thinking, how do you learn to get fast? You go back to school. So what we yeah. do is we go to the Gran Turismo school, the campaign mode. We go oh, yeah. to school, mission challenge, and the circuit experience, and we compete with each other to see who that's can right. be the best. And that's yeah. what we do. And that's and I started making videos, well, live streams on it on my channel. I make videos too, but making videos takes time. So live streaming yeah. is a whole lot easier for me. So 
But yeah. when I'm done with my other projects, I'm planning to start making more videos about it. Yeah. So yeah. we learn from each other. I mean, we'll have, I mean, cause we've got, I mean, me being 49 years old, we've got some other um, guys that are my age, even older. And uh, we've got the young guys, the 13 year olds, the 16 year olds, they come in there and just make us look bad. But at the same time, because we're competing against them, we get better competing yeah. with them. And even though they talk trash, they tell us what they're doing. They, they tell us, like, for instance, what brake balance are you using? Are you using this? What are you doing? And it's usually that because you don't really get to you don't really get to adjust much outside of the brake balance to help you out. I mean, you can turn on the trash control. But other than that, the young guys will tell us and I'll say, look, you can watch what I'm doing. And you can say, oh, I can do that much better or I can beat you at it. And you can go, hey, how'd you do that? So we share information because we're trying to get better. And that's what that is. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. No, it sounds absolutely brilliant. Now, just for everyone who's watching um, tonight as well, um, we are about to launch in the end of July a very exciting community project. And perhaps, uh, Podium, you might want to uh, come along and, and race with us. It is going to be called the HHTCR Community Racing uh, Series. And it's been done with the great help of Rascal the Rabbit, um, uh, all the way from Australia. Um, and so we're going to be racing in mainly like Group 4 and Front Wheel Drive cars uh, and a number of fantastic tracks. Um, okay. And that will be doing once a month from the end of July. Um, and so that's something that we could all be involved in. It'd be great to, to get you along if you did want to compete with us. Um, it would be fantastic. We've got some great lobbies and we've had a lot of interest. Um, but that's to everyone out there in the chat who's watching just now. Uh, you're all welcome to sign up soon and to, to get involved. Is it Gran Turismo specific or is it different games? Uh, Gran Turismo specific. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And we'll have a video coming very soon as well. We did some testing last Sunday there and had some good races, so it'll be lots of fun. Um, and it's, it's good, you know, some good tracks, hard cars, but, but fun cars as well with the FF cars. Um, so it's, it, it should be very close and very competitive and it's open to everybody um, as well. So it's a, a range of, of, uh, of abilities um, are all welcome. It should be good fun. Well, you mentioned FF car, so don't invite, don't invite Key. Uh, he won't like that. <laughs> Key hates, he hates FF cars. He hates them with a passion. I mean, you, you invite Key, you might get yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've done an interview with him, so he might not come back. If I ask Matter of fact, he, Key is the very, Key is how I found out about you. He's the very first interview I watched. The All video, right, yeah. yeah, the video you did with him, he's the very first one that I watched. I said, hey, cool. That's yeah. how I found out about you. Ah, oh, that was the good. That was a wee while ago. I've been trying to get him back on the show. If you're in touch with him, tell him definitely we would love to have him back on uh, because it's uh, he's, he's a great guy and he's been and his channel has grown and got a huge following. Uh, yeah, well. he, he, he's, he, T, he knows quite a bit about the game and that's yeah. why I watch his show. That's why I donate to his show because I feel, I mean, to his uh, stream because I get valuable information from the guy. I, I yeah. do, I, I, I enjoy it. I mean, I had a moment with him before and I left, I stopped watching his channel, but then I decided to go back and I yeah. understood. I, after I thought about it, I realized what, what the, what the issue was, you know, and it was just a misunderstanding because as a matter of fact, <laughs> it was kind of cool. I said, you know what? I'm going back to the channel. I'm just not going to bother the guy. I'll just talk to other people in the channel. Then as um, he started to speak to me, I was like, okay, well, hello. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a bit of a moment, but if anybody who's watched key, there are some people out there who have what you might call a problematic experience with key. If you know what I mean, you know, some people don't <laughs> like him. As a matter of fact, I mean, there are people, there are some people who don't like him so much that they do things that you're like, wait a minute, that are you, you did this specifically just to talk about the guy. I'm like, really? 
Really? But there are people who actually like him. So I've been on that side where it's not that I didn't like him, but he said something to me that hurt my feelings. And I was like, oh, I was just crushed because it's like, man, I truly enjoy this Troya stream and everything. And I was just crushed. But then after I thought about it and I continued to listen to his show, I was like, ah, I realized what happened. I realized what happened. And I I looked at It's like I was saying about the movies. There's my perspective. And then I look at it from the director's perspective. So I switched perspectives. I looked at it from his perspective and I go, oh, I get it now. I see what the issue was. And I was like, okay, well, I just, I'll just, I'll just go back. I just won't bother him. But then he started speaking to me and I kind of wondered, I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe he realized too that he kind of snapped at me because mm-hmm. he, he was a lot more personable the next time we, I was in his chat. So now he, he speaks to me all the time. Well, not all the time, but when he sees my name, he will say something. So it's, he, he, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, a, a sibling that you don't like. You just have to get used to him. And then now you love him. You know, that's kind of how it is. Because like back in the day when we used to fight as kids, when we used to fight as kids. Oh, we'd be best friends the next week. That doesn't happen now. And we won't get into that. But that's kind of how it was. You know, you had a little spat. But then, you know, time passes, heals all wounds and everything. Now he's my homie. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Now, we've got a question here from, uh, from Tara Black. Uh, it is. Um, do you enjoy the VW bus races? Oh, yes. Somebody mentioned it a while back that I should include it. And I was like, no, we're not going to do that. It's the Battle of Beatles, not buses. But then <laughs> I can't remember. For some reason, I decided to go ahead and add it because, see, now we're actually using the buses because what we used to do when we would finish an official Bob race, we would do the 66 race. Then we'd do the group three race. What we would do is we would get back into group three. We would do the group three race more than a 66 because a lot of people don't like the road cars. So they didn't like that, you know, that most people play racing games to play racing cars. So we would we would do the what we would call sprint races. They wouldn't be an official Bob event. But what we would do it four or five laps really quick and just have some fun. So but we would turn on the strong slipstream after an official race and just have all kinds of fun, you know, just the strong slipstream, beating and banging, turn the penalties off. And it's a good way to get your frustrations out. So when this series started, I, I don't know what it was, but I just decided, I said, you know what? Let's add the buses. Let's have some. Oh, I know what it was. I think it was grandfather again, Tidney. He was racing buses. And I, I think I decided it. to try it out. I, and now it's I'm glad because we now that's what we do. We turn the strong slipstream on in the bus. And now we have buses. We actually have special designs liveries for the Bob now. So now it's called the Battle of Beatles and buses. We can still call it the Bob because now we still got the bees. But now, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Now, um, Glasgow has asked you again. He says, who is your favorite GT sports streamer and why? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my favorite GT sports streamer because I'm awesome. There's nobody like me. I I'm WRL Podium 13. How can you not like me? I am the best. <laughs> now, my second favorite would be, it's a tie because they both give you all kinds of racing information. And I don't know, I'm going to put them in the same category. I'm going to say it's a tie. Z28 Gaming and Key 25. Uh, yeah, Those yeah. are my two favorites. Uh, uh, no, it's a, yeah, they are both very, very good. And, yeah. and there's a wide variety of streamers out there, um, which is great, and uh, and more and more coming in all the time. Um, yeah, no, that's good. That, I mean, they've been around for a long time as well, so you get you're getting the the all the, the history that they have as well, and all the experience 
um, in their streams, which is always very, very, very good indeed. That, yeah. um, no, that's a that's a good answer. Um, now, uh, Huey C has asked, does Podium have any suggestions for polyphony to improve the quality of driving and reduce the dirtiness? Well, see, here's the thing. When you're talking about a business, most people don't run businesses. Most people are on the other side where they're more of an employee. So they don't necessarily understand what it's like to be on the other side of that. But you would think that they would because every most people who are of working age, they have to deal with finances. So they have to budget. You know, mm -hmm. if you think about if you think about your work, your work is probably the better place than your home because your work makes your money. Your home takes your money. You unless you sell your house, your home is pretty much kind of draining all of your income. Your mm -hmm. house make I mean, your work makes your money, but your home takes your money. So Gran Turismo is a console game. Its idea is to reach as many people as possible. Yeah. So they're going to be limited in what they can do. I know people get upset, but again, most of them are young. They don't run a business. They don't understand what it's like. If Gran Turismo started to charge money, then they'll probably start taking people's uh, they'll probably start taking people's um, advice about what to do because people complain about all, all the time about how they can make the game better. But you got to realize the game is pretty much kind of free once you buy it. I mean, it's not free, but you spend I mean, what Gran Turismo, you can get it for nine dollars, ten dollars yes. if you buy it used. It's not new anymore. So you got to realize that we can keep giving them suggestions. And for instance, when people keep complaining all the time, I say, you know what? The reason why they also don't have the other incentive to change it is because we keep playing. We keep yeah. we complain, but we keep playing. And that's because <laughs> the game is fun. You get rewarded. You get points. You get money. You get to go buy cars. The game looks beautiful, you know, yeah. and it's, it's it tends to be less of a hassle. Like, for instance, ACC is really, really good, but you got to yeah. learn about setups iRacing yeah. is really, really good. You got to learn about setups and you got to pay money. But Gran yeah. Turismo, you can get quite a bit in the game for what, Thanks 10, 15, yeah. 20 bucks. So yeah. as far as like, do I think we should keep pounding them? Yes, keep pounding them. But realize that if we want them to do more, it mm -hmm. may end up costing more because it, it is a business. I mean, and yeah. even though Sony runs, even, even though Sony is the parent company, it's kind of like, you know, having a parent company, but hey, there's a difference between Cadillac and Chevrolet. You know, yeah, Cadillac yeah. has a much bigger budget. Chevrolet has a less budget. You know, Lexus has a bigger budget. Um, uh, the Toyota version has a you know less budget. You know, so you know you see what I'm saying. Um, mm -hmm. Sony may have a big budget, but PD probably runs their own thing. Polyphony Digital probably runs their own thing. They may not have the biggest budget. They may have the backing of Sony, but they probably have to operate on whatever kind of money comes into it. So. They're people too, you know, they're like, don't tell me try how to run my game. You either play it or leave. They may think that way because it's like, you're not giving really, you're not giving us any incentive to do any more to change the game. We do make little small changes, but in order for us to make more changes, there has to be some sort of incentive. And maybe it's not always money, but it is a business. So you have to think yeah. about that. So as far as what would I say outside of all of that to try to make the game better, Again, we are talking about a console, so you're probably going to be list. You're probably going to be limited because, ideally, if they could do it, they could have a person that watches every race. But imagine how expensive that would be. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can have a person to watch it, then or a person or a group of people, like say you got three people, three judges that are race directors or race uh, race stewards who watch every race, but that that would take quite a number of people. 
And either whether they're going to be volunteers or employees, if they're employees, it's going to get very expensive. If they're volunteers, who are you going to get the volunteer to do that, to sit up there and watch every race? So they have to come up with a compromise. And that's the algorithm. So they have to try to make the, the algorithm as best that they can using a console. Now, maybe they can do a little bit more if it was a PC game, but I don't know if they're ever going to go PC. People want them to, but I don't know if they ever will. So that's about the only thing I could say is that this maybe instead of maybe try to be nicer to them about trying to make it a little better, maybe even suggest, hey, if you guys are willing to do this, I might be willing to spend the extra few bucks so we can get this dirty racing out of here. But you got to remember it is a business and they'll need an incentive to be willing to say, whoo, yeah. We'll get into that because we don't want to lose customers. Once you buy yeah. the game, you you pretty much got the game. There's really not much else you have to do. You can win cars. You don't have to buy them. Imagine if you didn't get those gift cards. And imagine if you didn't get as much money and uh, much credits in there to buy the game so quickly. Then you might yeah. say, well, I don't want to spend all that time trying to earn credits because you don't really get a lot of credits. What if you had to spend $199, $299, $399, $499 for a game? Or what if you had to spend... 1099 for a track. You want another track? Yeah. Well, pay for it. We'll put it in there. But if you yeah. want to get it for free, then you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> uh, no, that's the thing. That uh, now we have a very good question here from Rascal the Rabbit. Uh, it says here, it seems Podium and I have the same granddaddy. Does that make us make us related? <laughs> Is he talking about Tiffany? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why why does the rascal rabbit come? Because we have a rascal rabbit too. His name is Russ Rabbit. He's in Canada. We call him the rabbit because he's he's an older guy and he's pretty fast up in Canada. But anyway, so why does he call Tiffany the grandfather? Do you know? I think he's done so much work with him. And so he calls him grandfather. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then that means we're related. He's the grandfather. He's your grandfather. Related. Yes, we are. Yeah. My brother from down under. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. And, uh, and it's great to see, by the way, everyone who's joining us in the chat. Um, there's so many comments and questions coming through, which is great. I'll try and get through as many of them as I can. Uh, but a question here from Richie again. Um, what does Podium see moving forward with him and his dreams? Uh, let me see. The concept, I think Z2 and I, Z28 and I have almost kind of the same. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know if fear is the we have the same discomfort because I think Z28 has a problem with earning money from his channels and he'll take it. But he's always like, you don't have to do that or that. And because it kind of and I understand that because like when I first got in, it's like, why does somebody pay somebody to play a video game? Why are you spending money to do that? And it took me a while to realize I'm like, oh, now I realize it because like for one, the entertainment. And if there's one thing about pretty much everybody on the planet, we love our entertainment and we will spend ridiculous amounts of money to entertain people. So as far as what I see my channel doing, I'm not really so focused on the money aspect of it. Although when people do want to see people put out more content, you have to realize that there's a reason why in America we have a concept called Labor Day, because whatever you do takes labor. Yeah, it takes labor yeah. and labor is time. It's time and um, it's time intensive and anything in dealing with time as relates to, well, money, because well, that, that's why they have the saying time is money. So when you want people to spend time on something, you have to give them an incentive in order to do that. Sometimes it's just, you know what, if people are going to watch my channel and I'm fine on this financial side of things, 
I don't mind not getting money. I'll do this for, as a hobby and it's fine. So as far as I'm concerned, I've got a job. <laughs> I can, I used to work three jobs at one point. I was working two job ups until about a year ago because I like to work. So, I mean, I like to work. So I've got money elsewhere. It would be nice to do this and trade off and say, all right, well, I can spend less time at work because people want me to do this. Okay, well, we'll work on it and try to see if we can get to the point to where we can monetize the channel. If not, then I'll just say, okay, well, then I'll just work more there. And I'll just, this This will be my hobby because I really, truly enjoy this. I mean, I spend incredible amount of hours on this game. So yeah. I have no yeah. problem. And as far as like, where does it go? I want it to go as far as it could go. You know, maybe try to catch and surpass Super GT. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that is, I'm thinking that's probably just never going to happen. If, now, let me say one more thing as far as my favorite streamer. Super GT has gotten to the point now where he only pretty much kind of does videos. He doesn't stream as much anymore. And that's because yeah. he's busy. Matter of fact, he just got signed. He's he's going to be sponsored by Quadrant to yeah. race some uh, go-karts now. So he's yeah, probably yeah. going to have even less time to put out content. He'll probably still do videos, but he is my favorite video maker, if you will. Because I mean, he's, yeah. he's, he's funny. <laughs> and it's, it's like he's funny. He doesn't even try to be. And it just comes off. And then that voice of his is so cool. You know, so... As yeah, far as like, where my stream goes, wherever it's going to go. I mean, I'd like for it to grow. Anybody who's doing anything would want it to grow. So me, yeah, I would want it to grow as many people as possible. But, you know, we'll have to see. It, I, if I put out the kind of content that people want to watch, then I'll keep doing it. You know, I'm happy with the people that I have. But there's the other side of me, the competitive side of me that says, you know what? I need to get up there with those big boys. I need to hit the 10,000 mark, you know, the 50,000 mark. Let's get these yeah. people in here and watch. Come on. Oh, absolutely. That's what we're this like. Entertaining here. Like. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there's that one. There's the serious side of it that says, you know what? I enjoy doing this. I don't mind doing it for not money. But the other side that says, yeah, I don't mind doing it for money. So I, there's bo yeah. both sides of there. Let's let it. Let's just see what happens. You know, if it gets to the point to where it gets in the way of my other projects, I'll let it go. You know, but right now I'm making time for it because I really enjoy it. So it yeah. let it go where it's going to go. Let the chips fall where they may. Fantastic. Now that's absolutely great. Now we've got a great question from Gary Gilmore. Have you ever come across Momos in your races? No, because um, even though I have, even though I have a, a UK account, my account is not high enough to be in the same lobbies of Momos, but I've always <laughs> seen his videos. But we've got <laughs> our own versions of Momos, so I don't really need to encounter Momos. I, I don't want to say it because a lot of people don't know how to differentiate between country and individual. So we've got our versions of Momos over here. And if I were to mention a particular flag, any of those in my region would know who I'm talking about. So, but it's not all of them. It's not all of them. There are some people in that particular flag region who are very, very good. They're very respectful too. But some of them, you're like, oh my goodness. As soon as you see the flag in the lobby, you're like, oh God, well, Somebody call Polyphony Digital and make sure they watching because we got them in here now. And you get nervous when you see them. You're like, uh-oh, get your heart pressure medicine because you got to raise the people from that flag. So <laughs> I think we have that in Europe as well, to be fair. Uh, it's, uh, you, can, you can certainly get that. And just for everyone who's watching in the show, um, if you haven't already subbed to Podium's channel, the link is in the description. Um, and also, we've got uh, lots of information in the description as well. We've got our merchandising channel. Um, so if you like lots of funny cups with things like Fat Man and a cheap sim, uh, which is our kind of motto here uh, for the channel, then you can buy you can buy a cup or a t-shirt 
uh, with that as well. And hopefully there's more designs to come. Um, and we've also got a PayPal link if anyone is feeling generous uh, and wants to help uh, to support the channel. Because the aim of the channel um, is for all our subs as well. Um, they will get a free session when we get our sim racing centre set up here in the northeast. You'll be able to come and race in the most in the latest up to date sim rigs um, and uh, and do it for free as you're a sub of the Hugh Hattrick channel. Um, so you can't get better than that. May now, I ask you a question? Certainly. Did you just say Batman in a sim? Uh, fat man, fat man in a cheap sim. So you did say fat man. I did. I did oh indeed. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I should have the cup, but I've, I've actually sold all my cups and then one got smashed. So I need to order some more. Uh, so I've got so them in the background here. You've got fat man in a sim merchandise. Yeah, it's fat man in a cheap sim. In a cheap. So <laughs> <laughs> Self-deprecation. I love it. <laughs> yep. So yeah, so you can get it on a on a mug and things like that. It's uh, really for a laugh, and even on a cat. yeah, I got I gotta have one of those. I'll be more than happy to buy one. Please make get some more merchandise. I gotta have one of those. I'm gonna put it <laughs> right. I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna glue it. I may consider gluing it right to my um my Fanatec <laughs> right there and make sure it says, uh, yeah, who you hat trick, fat man and a cheap sim. You know, I'm his nephew. <laughs> now, yeah, nephew, right here. Uh huh. Yeah, go get you one. Yeah, <laughs> they're not even very expensive. So it's all right. <laughs> but, uh, to be found probably in a few dollar trees coming up. But, uh, you know, we'll see. But, uh, no, that's the thing. Now, let's get your questions coming in for uh, uh, for a podium as we go here. Now, we also had uh, a question here. Um, so when you, uh, you, know, you do all the, the FIA races, um, how do you find the quality of driving as well? On FIA, are you are you kind of impressed with the driving, or do you find that it, it can be pretty dirty as well? Um, perception is reality, and they said knowledge knowledge is power for a reason. There are some people, no, many people don't realize that there are different ages because ages are not displayed in the game. We don't know the age of now. See, for instance, we have younger racers in the Battle of Beatles, and they are very competitive. I mean, mm -hmm. they're competitive to the point that you would think that they were actually doing real racing on a real track, spending money, you know, tearing up race cars. Those kind of fights, I understand. And the younger people in our in our lobbies are they're really competitive. And I understand that. So I will sit back and watch it, watch them going after each other until the point <laughs> to where they start getting to the point to where they want to reach through the screen and strangle <laughs> the other guy. You know, and I'll put a I'll put a choke hold on them. Yeah, I'll, I'll lay down the law. I will show them the baseball bat. It's aluminum. I will show it to him and say, hey, you see this? Do we even have that in the uh, in our accolade for Knights of the Podium that, you know, <laughs> no, actually, it's in the rules of our discord. All disputes to be settled by paint guns. You know? <laughs> so anybody who has a dispute, you know, they got to deal with me. Yeah. So but yeah. So as far as like people in FIA and how do I mean, how do I find it? I stopped to try to realize I don't know if it was intentional or not because I don't know. And the best thing to err, it's better to err on the side of caution and saying, I don't know. Give them the benefit of the doubt because you don't know their age. If they're if they're young, they're dealing with, you know, youngness and probably hormones. So and then the competitive nature that goes with being young, especially when you're young and competitive. You have to think about that. Usually the people who are older have a tendency to be a little bit more fair and understanding but again you don't know because you don't know the ages i actually thought that there was one guy 
who raced with us, I thought he was much older than he actually is. Find out he started with the Battle of Beatles was when we first started. He was 11 years old. I thought he was at least 25, 26. He was 11 years old when he started. He said, I'm only 13. I'm, what? So I'm, I'm like, so being surprised by the age of the people who are playing. And then you got all the different cultures that are playing, you know, so how people are taught, you know, the way people are taught and their age, all that stuff factors in. So as far as saying somebody is dirty, we watched, we actually watched the replays of some of our, our most intensive race, group three race just happened this last Bob last weekend. And we had to watch the replay. And then now it stems from the, the actually first round, but the round two was the one that just happened. So we watched the replay. And what I do is we always watch the replay when they have a problem. So some of the chat were going, no, that was just a race incident. Cause you can see it. And I was like, you know what? You see what happened? He got up on the curve and the curve through the car. But once you yeah. already have your perception about another driver, you're going to automatically think that they're being dirty. So yeah. I back off of that. And I just, you know, you know what? I don't know. I mean, I do sometimes go, what are you doing? Because you initially react. There's, there's no way to get around the emotion because it's the first thing you feel. And the yeah. average person doesn't know how to say, well, feel the emotion, but let it stay inside you. Let's see what happens first. And let's see if we can find out. So that's why I one of the other reasons that I admire Key is because he will always go back and watch the replay. You know, yeah. maybe during the race, he might think that somebody did something important, uh, did something on purpose. But then he'll watch it and go, oh, well, that may have been an accident or a race incident. It was just hard racing or whatever. But when you have a reputation like someone like Momo's or the people yeah. in the flag from our particular region, <laughs> then you start thinking, all right, we're beginning to see a pattern here. So you just yeah. have to choose how you're going to deal with it. So as I think that there's some good racing races out there and there's some bad ones, because even if somebody gets reported, all they got to do is go make another account. The only other way to track them is to track them by their computer or track them by their PC because it has the unique ID. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, there's not really much else you can do. So you just have to control yourself and you know, just have a, and just realize, look, it's a video game. I can see if it was outside on the in a real car and somebody banging into you, costing you damage, could possibly hurt your life or something, life and limb. But that's not the case. It's a video game. You can turn it off. You can go get your baseball bat and you can take it out on the tree like I do. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic, isn't it? It is gonna. It is crazy. I think it's almost like the kind of keyboard warrior kind of attitude, isn't it? You do get different people coming along. And I think they feel because they're not known and nobody can see them, they can drive like crazy and, and, and you know, things will happen. Exactly, because you don't know who's behind the wheel. You don't know their age. You don't know their personality. You don't know what they're going through. Sometimes, see, for instance, I get upset during the game because this takes me away. It's like Calgon. Did you ever hear the commercial? You being over where you guys are. You, I don't know if you're familiar with the, the Calgon commercial, but we have a Calgon. It's a soap. It's um, it's pretty much kind of geared towards women. It's like Calgon, take me away. You see a woman in a bubble bath and the Calgon yeah. is what takes them away. So for me, the, 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 the negativity and the just craziness of the world, I get to get away from it when I get here. But when you have to, and so it's kind of like my pleasure, but I'm competitive. I'm very competitive. I'm Michael Jordan competitive. I'm that kind of competitive. So that side of me is there. So I, you know, I'll get into it. But me being older, I have a tendency to be able to control myself because, you know, I have a little bit more of maturity. But I do understand how people get like that. So for me, when I play the game, it, I want it to take me away. But when something happens to interrupt that, it is yeah. interrupting my joy. So I can 
have yeah. you know a bit of an attitude, but I always have to work on and try to remember, hey, it's just a video game. <laughs> it's just a video game. So you, you've never rammed anybody off after you've been fed oh, up? Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have. I'm not the one to initiate the contact. If I'm yeah. racing, again, you don't know what's happening. Because, see, yeah. I assume that the other person is assuming the very same thing about me. So if yeah. I say, oh, you dirty driver, I automatically assume he's probably thinking the exact same thing about me. <laughs> so let's see what happens. Then, you know, it's like, dude, come on. All right, fine. <laughs> I'll just go quiet because like I say, I drive a real car for a living. All right, fine. Yeah. I know how to handle the car. Let's, 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 let's do this. Yep, yep, uh-huh. <laughs> see, that's what you get. If you want to do a pit maneuver, learn how to drive. So, yeah. <laughs> I, if somebody, I won't initiate it, but I, I sometimes I will retaliate. Mm -hmm. No, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yes. I, I have put people in the chaos realm or the shadow realm, if you want to call it, in the kitty litter. <laughs> hey, by the way, just on the other side there, it's been recommended that my, I should get a second PSN and call it Batman in a cheap sim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be pretty cool. Fat man, cheap sim. Yeah, exactly. I think that's fantastic. Um, so no, that's, that's absolutely uh, brilliant. Uh, now I'll just quickly um, go through some of the the last comments here that we've that we've got. Oh yes, that was the question that I was going to ask you. Um, as you've been a motorsport fan and you were choosing F1 and IndyCars earlier on in the interview, um, did you watch Formula One kind of through the eighties and nineties as you were growing up and more? No, I I was I was aware of F1. I was aware of it, but. Like I said, cars have always been my favorite, but mm. racing not necessarily was. Even yeah. though when I got in a car, I'm always going vroom, vroom, and you know, driving uh. fast and stuff like that. I was a I was more of like an unconscious racer. Yeah. So for me, yeah. it wasn't like I wanted to be a race car driver or anything when I was a kid. I just liked cars. I wanted to be in the car industry. Matter of fact, I wanted to work on cars. I mean, I went to the military to learn about it. But they gave me the wrong MOS, so I got out while I could. I was like, what are you doing? That's not what I want to do. So, But yeah. I did want to work in the car industry because I wanted to work on cars, work with cars. I just love cars. As far uh, as racing, that was more of just a thing I did on the, on the video game. And when Gran Turismo Sport came out, the competitive side of it, then I started to pay a little bit more attention. I used to only just pay attention to uh, NHRA and NASCAR because mm -hmm. I'm in, I, we, I grew up in the South. It's what I knew. Now, yeah. I, like I said, I heard of F1, but yeah. you know, my our F1 is indie. So, and I didn't yeah. even watch yeah. that that much because um, I guess I just I just I just didn't find a passion for it. Though now I keep up with it now. So I've only yeah. been kind of really following it. Of course, I'd heard of Michael Schumacher, Kimi Räikkönen. Yeah. I've heard the names. I've heard a lot of the names, but yeah, I didn't really get into it until probably Gran Turismo because of Lewis Hamilton. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's. That's the thing. And uh, if you if you love your cars, uh, do you ever watch? Because I know there's a there's a channel called Haggerty in the states, and they do all the kind of barn finds, and they go and find these amazing old like Chevrolet Camaros and Ford uh, Mustangs from the sixties that have been sitting in a barn and abandoned, um, and they're still got the original paintwork and covered in sheets of dust. Um, and then they try and get them going again. And some of the cars they find are incredible. So are you a bit of a, would you like to have a little barn find here and there if you could find something amazing so you could then drive it on the street? Well, um, I, I, I see things like that. I don't watch a lot of television, but I do watch a lot of content on YouTube. So nowadays, yeah. whatever thing is probably going to be on TV, you're probably going to get some of it 
somewhere right, on YouTube. YouTube. Anywhere yeah, YouTube yeah, I've seen it. I've seen restoration shows like that, and they are quite fascinating. But me, I have to manage my time. I'm very yeah. time conscious. For one thing, mm -hmm. it's because of my business. I I mean, and and racing. And they'll tell yeah. you, you know, if you run by a thousandth of a second, you still won. You know, yeah, so timing, yeah. time. I even have this thing where I say the three most important things in my life are my soul, my time and my money. Because now some people might say, well, we're the people. They're all attached to that. That's just what's at the core on this. Yeah. All of, for instance, my soul and as it relates to the people that I'm involved with my time mm -hmm. as it relates to the people I'm involved with and what I spend it on. And of course, same thing with the money, what I spend that what I spend it on. So mm -hmm. as far as like I have to manage my time so I don't get to watch a lot of that stuff I have because see me. When it comes to cars and I see something, I can be on YouTube and I'm just trying to go check up to see what the channel is doing, trying to catch up on yeah. messages, trying to see what some of my favorites are doing. And I figure let's just spend about 20 minutes. Next thing I know, three hours have gone by because I keep seeing new stuff pop up. And yeah. I was like, all right, so I have to manage my time. So I don't really get to pay a lot of attention to those types of shows. So I have to limit what I watch. So I'm. it's usually... I'm tr these days I'm trying to watch things that are relevant to what I'm doing. So since I'm trying yeah. to build a sim racing channel, I'm paying attention to sim racing content or uh, any kind of streamer who has mm. any kind, anything that can help with presentation while you're trying to learn how to build the channel. So yeah. that's what I'm yeah. doing with my time. And then of course my other projects that I'm working on. So. Ah, fantastic. Now that's great. And uh, on a, a quick question here, um, what would be your favorite dream car? Ooh, the one that I designed, because I, I like I said, I've always liked cars. I've always I've driven cars. I mean, I, I've, I used to draw cars all the time and um, I've, I've, I've come up with my own concept of cars. Now, right now, I've because I like SUVs. Now, like I said, my favorite car right now is the uh, Ford GT Mustang of uh, the Ford GT 500, the Mustang uh -huh. GT 500. Yeah. The only reason I don't have one is because I can't pay cash for it. Otherwise, yeah. there would probably be one sitting out there right now. I had to say <laughs> no to buying a Mustang last year because I had to realize that it's impractical. I had to keep telling myself it's impractical. As a matter of fact, when I bought my 2020 uh, Toyota Sienna SE, I came very close to buying the new Ford Explorer ST because mm -hmm. that's basically it's kind of like the Mustang SUV in a sense. I know we got the new yeah. e version right now, but as far mm -hmm. as naturally aspirated. That's basically yeah. what I wanted when I first saw it. And I came very, very close to getting one as when I got my 2020. Wow. So yeah. I could have had three vehicles now, but I, I decided I was like, nah, let's not do it. So my dream car would be a combination of the Ford Explorer and the Mustang GT 500. You put though, you put all of that together and you call it the Ford Venom. That's a great name. Yeah, it's That's an all-wheel drive. It'll probably be an all-wheel drive, eight-cylinder, bi-turbo, um, maybe even hybrid, a bi-turbo yeah. hybrid. You know, you can, <laughs> yeah, that would be my dream. And it's a, it's, it would be a Ford Explorer. Like I said, you call it the Ford Explorer Venom Edition. And it would be basically be a cross between a Ford Explorer, uh, a Mustang GT, uh, and probably some foreign car, maybe Mercedes-Benz. Yeah. So I would probably want those people to work on it. Mercedes-Benz and Ford to put the Ford the Ford Explorer Venom Edition together for me. Yeah. <laughs> that would be my well, dream vehicle. You should have a look at the Alfa Romeo Stelvio. Yeah, I did. I came close to buying one of those. As a matter of fact, when the Quadrifoglio came out, I yeah. found out about the Stelvio. I came very close to buying one of those too. 
I just yeah. didn't like it. I like the performance. For, uh, I like the performance, but with me, it's got to be more than just performance because, like I say, you know, we like the way things look. You know, yeah. brothers, we like the way stuff looks. So it's got to look good and perform. And I very. The Maserati, the Maserati Levante, now they did a special GT version, which has a big V8, a V8 engine, and it looks amazing as well. And it's it, it'll be very cheap secondhand because it'll lose a fortune in its first year. Um, but uh, but yeah, that would be they're amazing looking cars, and they have the sound as well. Yeah, I actually drove one of Levante. Is that what it's called? The Levante, Levante yeah, the SUV Levante. version? Yeah, yeah. SUV. Yeah, yeah, I actually yeah. drove one because when they were telling me about the Stelvio, he said, come and take a look at this one, the Maserati yeah. version. So when I was looking, when I was waiting for the Stelvio to come out, I was like, well, I got to see it first. I got to check yeah. it out first. But as I start to see the regular Stelvio, I was like, nah, that's no, no. I said, I'd much rather, I'd much rather. And then when the, the, the Ford Explorer was about to come out at the same time. So I was like, nah, the Ford Explorer... I mean that they got the Mustang, and then they're bringing out this 400 horsepower Ford Explorer ST performance. I'm like, yeah, never mind. I'll wait. <laughs> I'll have yeah. to have a look at that online and see what it looks like because uh, I, I haven't seen the, the latest version. Uh, but it sounds like it's pretty, pretty good. That, uh, yeah. but uh, but no, it's fantastic. Well, we've been going for over an hour and eight minutes um, of, uh, of of scintillating conversation with Podium, and I'm sure you can all agree, everyone who's watching in the chat. Uh, this has been a, a fantastic interview and it's been great to have all your questions. And if you like what you see and you like the uh, the interviews, which I'm sure you have tonight with uh, Podium, and also we've got a massive back catalogue of interviews with lots of sim racers. So if you wanted to subscribe to the channel, that would be absolutely amazing. Um, and of course, if you haven't already subscribed to Podiums, make sure you do. There's no excuse because the link is in the description. That um, so, what would you say, um, Podium, is your uh, top tips for going faster uh, on GT Sport? Top tips for going faster: pray to Polyphony Digital. They are the car gods. Yes, <laughs> that's the joke answer. That's they. I I I I have the running joke to pray to the car gods, and the car gods are Polyphony Digital. So when you're going to play there, or whoever, the ACC gods or the iRacing gods, because they're the gods of the channel. You know, they're the ones who the, they're the creators. You know, the ones who run everything pray tell them tell them they're pretty you know be nice to them that's the first thing that's the joke answer um foundation go back to school do the, come to come race with come race at the podium podiums racing school the friends racing challenge because that's what it's that's what it was first called the friends rating french ranking challenge but now i just call it podiums racing school but that's mixed in with the this that, that's what we do so but no you don't have to come do it with us but go back to school Go yeah. look at the top 10 times, but you do have to be aware though, because some of those tracks you can do cheats on them. And unfortunately, right. one of the that one of the other things, oh, here we go. One right. of the other things that I wish that they would do in GT7, put the um replays on the school challenges because the yeah. top 10 times you cannot you cannot watch what they're doing, so you can't tell when they're cheating. So if you yeah. go to a track and you see the top 10 times, like for instance, we've seen times where you'll see seven, eight seconds for the first six or seven or five or five or four or five people because in the top 10 you might see six or seven seconds but then you'll see the bottom half you'll see like 14 seconds and you'll realize that there's somebody has found out there's a cheat so what yeah. i wish that they would do is that they would put the replays of in when they do the school because they're likely going to do it it's a tradition that they do in in yeah. um, gran turismo so if they're going to do the school challenges again the mission challenges circuit experience all those things mm -hmm. Put the replay on us so we can watch them and see what they're doing, see whether or not they're staying on the track or whether they're cheating so we can compete against them. But if you want to go fast, you got to remember 
you got to remember that at the foundation of everything is knowledge. So you got knowledge, timing. Those are the main foundations right there. Your knowledge and your timing. The timing of your steering input, the timing of your braking input, and the timing of your acceleration input. You put those five things together. So you got to know how far to turn the wheel. You got to know how much gas. You got to realize your gas pedal, your accelerator pedal is not a light switch. It's not an on and off switch where you just go boom, boom. You have to modulate it. You have to go nice and smooth sometimes. Sometimes you get right on the throttle, but sometimes you have to smooth into it until you get your grip and then you can take off. A lot of people may not realize that you because you can't feel it in the game. So you're using your mind because you can't feel anything. When I'm in my vehicle, I know when I've lost traction because I can feel it through the seat yeah. of my pants. Force mm. feedback is a big deal. So one of the things that I also wished as far as sim equipment goes is that they would make it so that you can feel more like with the TGT. If you got a TGT on a sim rig, you can feel the vibrations through it. So as far yeah. as the TGT is probably the best wheel for Gran Turismo Sport. But other mm -hmm. games, I wish that they would have like a vibration thing so you can feel it. So when you can you can feel the slip. So those were my tips right there. Knowledge, timing, the knowledge, of course, of when the how the timing is on your steering brake, steering input, braking input and acceleration input. So you have to do all those things and get that all together. But go to school, find out what those compete against your friends and then start aiming for those guys at the top 10 and watch videos. Watch videos of what some of these people watch all the videos on YouTube and see what these different people are talking about. But, yeah, those would be my main tips. Follow that rule. Knowledge and the timing of your steering, your braking and your acceleration inputs. Go to school. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get yourself educated. Exactly. Yeah. Education. That's right. That's where you get your knowledge. You got to start there. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I better I better um, finish the interview there, but stay on the line at the moment. It. Uh, as we've been going for nearly an hour and a quarter, I know you're a very busy man, uh, Podium, and we really appreciate that you've put time aside to be with us um, tonight. Um, but uh, it's been fantastic to have you on the show and to all our chat as well, to everyone who's been watching and listening on the podcast as well. It's been great to have you all here for what has been a truly unique and fantastic experience um, having Podium here. Uh, a fantastic guy um, and a brilliant sim racer. And it's just oh, been... stop blowing smoke up my tailpipe. You'll yeah. stall my engine. <laughs> oh, it's been absolutely fantastic fun. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. And you made my life very easy just asking questions and getting great answers. Um, so it's been absolutely terrific. Now, I don't know if you know our kind of motto on the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. Have you heard our motto? Of course. I, I can't. I, I've only heard it so many times, so I don't want to mess it up, but it's uh, drive fast and try not to crash because you might win the race. Exactly. And if you do, is it going to be drive fast and you try not to crash? You might just win the race. At the there first it corner. is. There you go. <laughs> I was close. <laughs> you were very close indeed. But to everyone who's been watching and to our very special guest, Podium, it's been great to have you with us. And we'll see you all very soon on Monday. We'll be streaming again our gaming night as usual. Um, and, of course, we've got the HHTCR Tuning Touring Car Community Race Series coming up very soon. So uh, watch out for the videos to give you more information. But to everyone tonight, drive fast and try not to crash. Bye just now.